Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining me in another episode of Take a Seat Podcast. I am your host, Sienna Hope, and today I have with me Keisha Hurt. She's a therapist out of Nashville who specializes in mental health and everyday life struggles. And in this episode, we're talking about embracing changes in life, whether change for the better or change that makes you cringe and be uncomfortable for a while. But I just really want to say first and foremost, thank you so much for joining me, Keisha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get started. But first, I want you to explain or just tell listeners who you are and what you do. Yeah, sure. So um, like you said, my name is Keisha Hurt and I am a therapist. I have my master's degree in marriage and family therapy. And I have been um, clinically active since like 2017 or so. So it's been a been a few years for me. Um, right now, I'm really the way that I like to explain myself is that I'm like I'm an African American woman just doing her part to help those in her community heal. Um, as that's really just this what I do right now. On the weekends, I work in an agency, seeing clients um, like a one on one basis. Um, but during the week, I am working as a mental health specialist in a um, addiction rehab facility. So, you know, hard working over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. And just to let you know that you, this episode will be listened to by thousands. So you are actually like really being a therapist for a lot of people today. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> I didn't, I, look, I didn't mean to put you on the spot or anything like that, but I just want you to know that you are tapping into so many people. And I know this episode will be so great, not just for them, but for me and for us. And yeah. so I want to first start by saying, you know, when everything is constantly changing and moving at a fast rate in life, um, how do we remain sane? How do we stay afloat? You know, I think that the one of the best ways, like, I know it's hard to kind of really embrace change, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the times it's it can be very uncomfortable, very difficult. Um, but I think one of the best ways to stay afloat is really just to allow yourself those moments of being able to really just be yourself and sit in who you are. Um, like being able to find the things that you like and enjoy those things, right? It's not often that you you have opportunities to be able to enjoy the things in life that you really, um, that really make you happy, that really bring you joy. So I think any time that you really do have opportunity, especially in a climate like this, where, where we are um, in in a time of COVID, in a time of, you know, the racial situations that we have going on, not just Black lives, but people, right. all people of color, um, just in, you know, sexual orientation, people are not able to express a lot of the joy and the happiness that they have because there's so many things in the outside world that waste them. Being able to enjoy the things that really make you happy and able to enjoy the things that you know, that you can smile from, you know what I mean? Like whether it's 
just going out, putting your feet in sand if you live close to a beach, which if you do, I'm jealous. Um, (laughs) Or reading a book that you know has a good ending. You know, a lot of the times that when, I think I read somewhere that we enjoy, like we tend to watch TV um, that we've already seen. Like we'll rewatch like those things that, that you've watched before because you know it has a happy ending. You know, it gives you that good feeling. If you have a show like that, watch it. it and that's that's crazy that you said that simply because I watched The Pursuit of Happiness again for the 15th time in my life. And my mom, she walked in and she said, what movie is this? And immediately when she, when she saw the title, she was like, oh. I said, yes, I'm watching my movie because I know how it's going to end. I love the points that Will Smith, a.k.a. Chris, is making to his son. And it's just a beautiful reminder in that movie. It serves us like, despite your circumstance, keep Mm -hmm. pushing, keep grinding, because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And so... And Will Smith is good for a movie like that. He really is. I watch Collateral Damage, even though it has so much sadness in it. It's like that end where Uh you where you really get that like that uplift. Oh, he's Mm -hmm. so good. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He is. So how should we perceive change? Because. And that's a question that I think about a lot. How should I stomach this change how should I look at this change that's happening and internalize it in a way that makes it positive but in in most cases it's still you know difficult well in the change that I'm talking about it's you know change that's uncomfortable right right so what exactly does change expect from us that's a that's a that's a great way to phrase that. Um, I think that change ex, expects from us, you know, honestly, a warm embrace, which mm. is crazy because it's nobody really likes change, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's always this thing like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this thing that's going to make me uncomfortable. I don't want to have to uproot my life, right? I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to find, a, I don't want to have to find a new restaurant because I already know I like this restaurant. Or I don't want to have to find this or try this new smoothie because you don't put a different one on the menu. Like I, I like my old things let me have my old things. That's typically how people, how people are, right? We get comfortable, we get settled. And I think that change really does just want to have a warm embrace. I think it just wants to be accepted like every, everything else, everybody else, right? And a way that, that we can kind of help that along is by seeing it for what it is because change is nothing but growth, right? change does nothing but help you grow. Mm-hmm. If you really like you you have to step outside of your box, right, in order to be bigger than your box. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. even though it feels uncomfortable, right? 
it's still a necessary thing for you to be able to experience the change, go through it, know that you can actually handle it, right? A lot of the things that I I tell my clients now that I work with at the rehab facility is that a reason that you don't like to sit in the feelings that you have is because they're uncomfortable. You know, you want to, you don't want to have to sit in that level of uncomfort, that uncomfortability that you have to, so you will, you will use, you will numb, numb what that looks like. You'll stay in your box. You'll stay comfortable with the thing that you are so used to being or doing so that you don't have to, so you don't have to change. But the great thing about what change does and what that growth looks like is that you can actually learn how much you can handle, right? Mm -hmm. You'll never know how far you can go if you never step a foot outside your door, right? I personally have lived in Tennessee all of my life, right? But because I've lived in Tennessee all my life, I like to travel. I like to go different places and experience different things. I do. I like to travel and I haven't done it a lot, but I like it. And so that's like for the opportunity to be able to travel again is really like what I'm 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 kind of anticipating. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but that because I do like to travel, I like the experience of having to, you know, venture outside of my comfort zone every now and again. Um, I think it's important to be able to to give yourself the chance to know how far you can actually go. Um, because the like that change is it's absolutely it's growth. Right. And I'm I'm glad that you said that. I have to ask because I myself I have these moments where it's just like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to step out. Like, no, I'm not. I'm just going to stay like just in this, in this place where I'm comfortable in because it's, it's so, it feels good, right? You know, when we're comfortable, we're feeling good (laughs) or we just feel like we can't be touched in a sense. So anything that pokes at me that makes me have to change and it's just like eh. you just kind of like oh you thought it's like hissy fit yeah but at the same time I'm glad that you made the point because I too I remind myself of this every single day that comfort and growth do not mix right they exactly. just don't so me I have to tell myself okay, look, you want to be the same or you want to grow? Which one? And so I'm like, okay, uh, yes, I want to grow. Like I'm going to do the things that I need to do in order to grow. However, it's not like that for everyone. You know, I have this very, um, I'm not going to say it, not controlling, but I have this very, um, this voice in my head, I'm going to listen to it, you know, self-discipline. I have Mm -hmm. self-discipline. Mm-hmm. And when a voice comes in my head to say, okay, it's time to do this or it's time to step up, I'm going to listen to that voice because I know that this <clears throat> is truly myself talking. Um, but 
what are some ways that we can accept change in life when things happen out of our control? Okay. Another big one. <laughs> I know. It's okay. It's all right. I can, I can handle it, I think. Um, you can. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Out of, out of our control. I think that control is really just this, it's this understanding of I'm going to be able to make things work the way that I want them to work. Right. That's what control tells you is like, oh, if I if I have the uh, if I have control of this, then I know how it's going to go. I know what's going to happen. I know all the outcomes and I can make it work the way that I want to. Right. Mm-hmm. Control is this thing that it gives you like every single thing just like served up in a plate. Like I know all the outcomes. I'm going to make this work for me. So to have things that are outside of your control come Mm -hmm. at you is um, scary and intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that the way to really handle something that is outside of your control is really to just acknowledge that. Like, I don't have control over this, right? Acknowledge that. I cannot, I can't make this happen one way or the other. I cannot, like, this outcome is is going to be what it is, regardless of what it is that I want. It's, it's, this is going to be what it's going to be. And then I can adjust what it is that I'm going to do according to what this is, right? Mm-hmm. You can't, the same way that we can't control another person, you can't control the things that you literally have no control over, right? So all you can do is control your own reactions to those things. The way to do that is just by accepting what it is that we can do about these things, right? Mm -hmm. I cannot control the weather, but I can have rain boots. I can have an umbrella, I can have my raincoat <laughs> mm-hmm. or I can stay inside all day if I mm-hmm. if I if I want the reaction to the weather is what I can control, right? Mm-hmm. I can't control what essentially, right? If you don't have Netflix or Hulu, I can't necessarily essentially <laughs> control what comes on on TV, but I can choose right. as to whether or not I'm going to watch it. Right. Right. Or when it comes on or when it goes off, right? Mm-hmm. I think Judas and the Black Messiah just went off HBO and I had to watch it before it left HBO, right? Oh, wow. And right? I didn't even so, know that. I mean, it, I watched it on HBO, but I didn't even know they took it off already. Yeah, they took it off. It was supposed to be gone on March 14th. And I saw that it was supposed to be leaving oh, March 14th okay. on March 13th. So I was like, huh, well, great, awesome. So I can't control that it's leaving tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But what I can control is, do I have time to watch it today? Yes, I do. So I'm going to watch it today so that I don't miss out. Right? (laughs) Right. You're exactly right. So what you're saying is, it's really all about choice and mindset. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You get to choose how you react to these things and whether you react to them positively or negatively is absolutely about your mindset. Mm. Right? You can be upset about the fact that it's raining and you can stay in all day and believe that it's ruined your day. Oh, it's raining and I have to do this. And I, you know, oh, I had so many plans. Or you can be like, you know what? I just got these rain boots from the store and I can't wait to break them in. So here's the rain. Here's Thank the opportunity. You. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So you have the you have the choice on how you react. And yes, you can you can choose to wake up on the right side of the bed or on the wrong side, you know? And mm-hmm. that's that is absolutely your mindset. However yeah. it is that you you want to look at it. So embracing that it is what it is mindset. Absolutely. And you want to know something? I used to completely get so frustrated at that phrase. Mm. I did. It is what it is. Well, what is it? What does that mean? Me now? (laughs) 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 I used to, I did, I used to get so upset. But I'm like, it, it abs- like that is one of the things that I have really had to embrace is like, you know, it, this is going to be what it's going to be. I can't, if it's not something that I have control over, then I have to allow it to be whatever it is. And that's just where, that's just what it is. It is what it is. That's so how did it. you get, how did you get to that point? What did you do? What steps did you take? You want to know? Yes. I became a therapist. Mm. <laughs> I... I did. I had to I had to learn the that there are different ways of looking at different things. You have to when you are a therapist, right, you have to understand things from different perspectives. Mm. And because I had to look at different situations from different perspectives, it allowed for me to see like why people would say this this thing so often. It was like, oh, because all right. I mean, I guess it is what it is. That's that's fine. Okay. Like it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. And that's just where we are. Right. You can't change it. You, you can't do anything about it. This is just where we are. And so it did, it took me actually being a therapist and having to like go through those instances of seeing people in those moments of like, I want to control something so bad you can't. Mm. You don't have control over this. I had clients, like I had couples that would, oh, my wife, she just doesn't talk to me or, or he's not, my husband, he's not reacting the way to this situation that I want him to react. Mm. Well, you don't have control over that. So that situation is going to be what it's going to be. So you have to figure out how you want to react to that. That's going to be what it is. You can't change that it's going to be what it is. And now you just have to figure out how much of that do you actually want to deal with? Do you want to deal with him not reacting? Do you want to deal with her not communicating the way that you are expecting Mm -hmm. her to communicate? Mm -hmm. If you can, or if you do want to deal with those things, then okay. Do you think that we can change people? Absolutely not. No, we can't change people. No matter how much you want to change somebody else, you have no control over that. You can't, you don't even have control over changing somebody's mood, right? Let alone changing them. 
right? You can't make somebody happy. You're not responsible for making someone happy or sad or angry. Your actions may cause them to feel a certain way, but it is up to that person to embrace whatever that that emotion is. Mm. It is up to that person. Now, will they have a healthy reaction? Maybe so. Maybe they'll have an ex- a healthy reaction if you if somebody runs into my car, maybe they will be upset. Maybe they'll understand that I'm upset, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm like if you run into my car and I'm happy, you literally had nothing to do with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just happy that day and nothing can change my mood. So do you so, think that's where we go wrong when it comes to placing that responsibility on ourselves rather than the individual? Trying to change someone else? Yeah. Yeah, like if you put respons- if you put the responsibility on yourself to to change someone else or you want to be the one to make them happy right Mm -hmm. if you put that responsibility on yourself you have those expectations for yourself then you're setting the bar like to so you're expecting of yourself something that you would not ever be able to achieve Mm. right you're setting the bar so high that you will never be able to make it there because Mm -hmm. it's not up to you it's not up to you on whether or not that bar moves, right? Right. It's like, you know, those, the track and, track and field, what are the, the ones that hop over the bar? They're not the ones who set the height, right? It's of, it's the regulations <laughs> that right. set the height. Right. You just have to try to jump, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, you're, you're not the one responsible for what it takes in order to make somebody else happy. Right. So there's no way that you could be the one to make someone else happy. Yes. Yes. These are gems that you are dropping, Keisha. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my best. I am. I'm so glad that I can help. <laughs> wow. I mean, goodness, you are you are on it. You are getting it. You are in it. You are all over it. Um. So. <laughs> I do have to ask this question. How do we accept change when it comes to embarking on newness? Now, we just talked about change and how to embrace things out of our control. But when it comes to newness, because a lot of times, you know, when we when something is new, we're like, we're really just excited about it. And then the next thing you know, there's like this imposter syndrome that, you know, that knocks in your brain. So how do we stop that? Yeah, so right that the the new things that come on, right? Um, oh wow. Okay, so that the feeling of ha- that imposter syndrome is genuinely so so difficult because you do honestly feel like you are undeserving, mm. right? When you feel like you are, when you have that imposter syndrome, it's like. I don't deserve to have this thing. So like, how am I supposed to deal with this? How can I allow for this to be something that's good happening in my life? Mm -hmm. Right. So it's the way I think that the way to embrace something that is 
that is new in that way is by reminding yourself of who you are, right? Identifying the things that, like I did, I did this with a, a client a couple of weeks ago who was having having issues with kind of, basically she was not sure of whether or not she deserved to be able to do something. So her anxiety was like telling her that this was going to be just like, this isn't going to work. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be able to do this. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so that feeling of, I don't deserve, right. Mm-hmm. That is essentially what she was, what she was experiencing. So I told her, I was like, well, this thing that you want, who would be the people that do deserve this? Mm. Right. Who does deserve something like this? Are those people, are they strong-minded? Are they hardworking? Are they, you know, are they loving? Are they caring? Like what is somebody that, you know, that would have this thing? She gave me all of the, the characteristics of what that would be, you know, they are loyal and they are, they're hardworking. They impact change. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so tell me why you think that you would be someone good to be a part of this. Why? Like if you were in this interview, tell me why you think this should be something that you get. Well, I've made a lot of impact on, you know, the campus. Oh, so you're impactful and you make change just like the people over here mm-hmm. that you said. That you explained. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. What else? Well, you know, I've really been, I've really been trying to work hard. And so she was giving me all of the things, right. As mm-hmm. to why she wanted to do this. And that's literally what you have to do when you, when you have that feeling of, I don't deserve when you, when you do feel like you are an imposter right then the best thing that you can remind yourself is who you are I know who I am I know that I am strong I know that I am determined I know that I will go out of my way for other people I know that I you know I have I have way too much humor in inappropriate situations, but, you know, it brings people together. You know, (laughs) I I have these things and I know that I have these things, but that's what makes me me. And that's why I am here. That's why I am in the place that I am in. People somehow like to talk to me. I have no clue why, but I let people talk, (laughs) right? You're so so personable. Right? So... (laughs) So being a therapist kind of just felt like it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like an imposter sometimes when I'm telling people how their life should go when my life looks like mm. <laughs> sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like a little something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because that's normal. That's life. Right. Exactly. Right. But it, it absolutely, it, it is those things that you do have to remind yourself like no my life is not perfect I'm not expecting for anybody else's life to be perfect all I know is that I have tools that I am still trying to work through and the tools that I have I'm going to give you so that you can also work through them 
and maybe your life will improve the same way that mine has improved. Perfect? No. Better? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that reminding yourself of of why it is that you're in this position or why it is that you have these things, these opportunities, right? Because that's what anything new looks like, right? Mm -hmm. It's just an opportunity for for experience, for memories, Mm -hmm. right? For lessons. Yeah, where preparation and also hard work and when that meets. Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly, exactly. You have opportunities. And that's all that something new, that's all that that is. Mm-hmm. It's new just feels like I have another opportunity to be able to learn something. I have another opportunity to make memories. I have another opportunity to experience something great. So I'm going to take this opportunity to do it. Yeah. And, and, w- and with that, that means that you have to be confident and also self-aware. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Be confident and self-aware and not focusing on who you were, right. but rather who you are at this very moment. Exactly. Exactly. Because you change every day, right? Mm. It may not feel, it may not feel like it. And it How? <laughs> how? And, and how this, you- yeah, how do we change every day? Every day. You change by waking up and choosing something like every single day is a new opportunity, right? And if you choose to be in that day to to go forth and even if you're doing the same old thing that you always do, there is something in you that says, I'm going to tackle this. I'm going to allow myself to be different. Plus, every day we age, you know? You age just a little bit. Yep. You know, you age at least 24 hours in a day. So, you know, it's really just you, you embracing something new, even if it is just a new day. That's how we change is because we just embrace what it feels like. It doesn't always, like change does not always have to be uncomfortable. Mm. It does not always have to be uncomfortable. There are moments where it is. Mm -hmm. Those are the big changes, Mm -hmm. right? Where it can be uncomfortable. But it is the the small changes, the the everyday changes. Those are what kind of builds you as a person. Mm -hmm. Do you think that change is intentional? Not always. Not always. People do like they some people do put forth effort to change, right? If you you know that the way that you are living your life is no longer comfortable for you anymore, right? It's it's no longer where you want to see your life go, right? I see this a lot with you know my clients that are battling with addiction, right? Their life has become to a place that has unmanageable and so now they have to do something different so it's not not always something that people want to do but um 
I do think that it's necessary and that it can, as long as you put forth your best effort, mm-hmm. right? As long as you are, like, if you intentionally want to change, mm-hmm. do it with the, the your best intentions, right? Right. Sometimes, sometimes people just, they change and they grow and that's just how things are, right? Mm-hmm. You see, I mean, honestly, you see babies do it all the time. Like they, right. they just, they, they change <laughs> right before your eyes without even really knowing that they want to change or that they have the capacity to change. But as adults, it is, you do have to put forth a lot more effort to change. Mm-hmm. And you have to be, you have to put forth effort to be a, a better person if that's something that you want or to be a different person, you know? If you were if you were good before and you don't want to be so good, then you have to put in effort not to be that person. Mm-hmm. You really do. So it's the same thing. If you were a bad person, or if you feel like you were a person who did bad things before, and you want to put in the effort to do something differently, then you can put in the effort to be good. Yeah. So what are some of those practices to, I guess, write? right our wrongs um i think that being able to to right wrongs means that you have to accept that you did wrong first right i've i've done this thing wrong or i acknowledge the fact that i did wrong or i did something wrong to you or whatever that looks like right mm-hmm. you have to acknowledge that this is something that is not reflective of the person that you at least want to be Mm -hmm. right maybe if it it, even if it is reflective of the person that you are if you're shooting to be somebody different right this is not the person that I want to be so if I'm trying to be somebody different then now I have the opportunity to do differently Mm -hmm. so acknowledging the fact that I, you know, I want to change is probably the first step. And then I always, (laughs) I don't do this myself, but I do always tell my clients to make a plan, right? Like I'm a, I'm a solution, solution focused therapist. So I look at the person that you want to be, right? We talk about the person that you want to be in the future, five years, 10 years, even a year from now. Who is it that you want to be? What different do you want to have in your life? And then we set that back like, okay, well, then what are those steps in order for you to get to this place, right? Do you want to be a homeowner in a year? Okay. Do you think that life will, or that will give your life a little bit more, more purpose? Then what do you need to do? Maybe talk to a realtor. That is a very good step. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That's a good place to start. You know, also saving money. If you, you know, those are things that, those are steps that you can make. Those are tangible things that you can do in order for you to have that goal of who you want to be as a homeowner a year from now, Mm -hmm. right? If you want to, to be someone who is not as anxious, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to be as anxious, then what that would look like would be, well, what is, 
a person who is not so anxious, what does that actually look like? Somebody who can talk to people um, more without feeling like I'm going to break out in the cold sweat or somebody who can, you know, I can stand up in a, in front of the class or I can be on a podcast and mm-hmm. talk about the things that I, I want for other people to know, right? So mm-hmm. what are the steps in order for you to be able to get there, right? What if I planned out a speech or what if I maybe put myself out there and I talked to two people a day? Mm. And I, yeah, so, right. If you talk to, to two people a day and just work your way up to that crowd, mm-hmm. right? Or l- talking to people a little bit more, right? Or, you know, I told my clients, if you want to be somebody who's more social, start on an app, right? Right now we're in the in the world of having to be socially distanced. So this can be to your advantage, mm-hmm. right? Find people that you think would be good for your community, somebody that you think would be a an asset to you. Mm-hmm. that could be beneficial to having them in your life and working your way to building more of, of those people or having more of those people in your life. And I'm glad that you said that because that is too also important, having a social circle, having a, a community around you that loves you, that supports you, whether that's two people, one person, five people, family, friends, college, mates, just as yeah. long as you have those people, how important is that to really surround yourself with people who you strive to be like, or people that motivate you, inspire you, rather than, you know, staying in this circle where sometimes people are dragging you down, or you just don't feel as inspired or motivated? Yeah, it's absolutely important to have people that motivate you in your circle, right? If you are what I think there's like a um so there's some kind of saying that's like if you are the most successful person in your circle, then you need a new circle, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't know about like it kind of depends on what your idea of success looks like, but yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? If your success looks like, you know, being in a great mental space, right? Then having people who are dealing with their mental health in a way that is beneficial for them and dealing with these things in a healthy way is important, right? If that's what your idea of success looks like, if your idea of success is financial, right? Having people who are going to, who are in your life that are gonna help you with getting your finances to a place that's that's different or that can encourage your business practices if you can learn how to make more money with the people that you're around so Mm -hmm. yeah if the people that you are surrounding yourself with are not elevating you in some in some way then I would absolutely say that we need to you need to have more people Mm -hmm. you do you need to have more people. Your support system is going to be one of the most important important parts of your life. So mm-hmm. maybe 
maybe it looks different for, you know, for everybody, but as long as they are actually there to support you, then that is going to be one of your greatest assets. Your support system is going to be the greatest, one of the greatest assets that you have in your life. Mm -hmm. So, and feeding into that or nurturing those support systems is also really important, right? Letting people know how important they are to you as a part of your support system, as your Mm -hmm. friends, as your, your classmates, or as your coworkers, as your family, as your siblings, as your parents, Mm -hmm. if they are important to you, let them know that they're important to you because your support system can get just as worn out, right, of being there or doing for if they aren't appreciated as you could be, right? right? So I, I absolutely think that having a support system is truly important and having a good one Having a good support system is definitely important. Right, right. And so, you know, we've talked about ways that we can help ourselves. We've talked about um, briefly ways that we can help those around us. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also want to go back to um, the individual. Um, What are some ways that you touched on it? You, You did. So you may be repeating yourself, so I'm sorry, but I do have this question of when we wake up in the morning, because that is the most important time of the day, you know, Mm -hmm. when we, when we wake up and we open our eyes and we are given that fresh start, that new beginning, that new Mm -hmm. day, that change, you know, um, how important is it to start our day? in the right mindset and how do we do that consciously so it it can be different for everybody mm-hmm. um but it is definitely important to do it um some people like as soon as they're as soon as their feet you know as soon as your feet touch the ground then you are you know you pray and thank God for the opportunity to to be here to have another another chance at at this day, right? That's what it looks like for some people. Mm-hmm. Okay, what it may look like, what that spirituality may look like to some others is as the the first thing that I have to do in the mornings is I grab my coffee and I sit to myself and I reflect on what it is that I want my day to look like, right? Mm -hmm. I am imagining, I'm picturing that my day is going to be the greatest day that I've ever had, Mm -hmm. right? That everything in this day is going to go just as it should. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're one of those people who needs to commune with a a higher power, like that whatever that spiritual self looks like, Mm you know, a lot your chakras and Mm -hmm. get in touch with yourself so meditation is what that looks like right so you meditate or even you know some kind of exercise to get your mind and your like your body in a place that feels like it's it's in sync Mm -hmm. right 
whatever it looks like for yourself to be able to have a moment of this is going to be, this is what I need in order to, to, to feel myself before I go out and maybe get emptied by the world, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whatever I need to do to fill my Mm -hmm. cup, Mm -hmm. right? Then I'm going to do that before I have to, to step outside of my door and have other people pour into others. So basically setting the boundary. Oh, boundaries are so important. Oh, they are so important. Mm. (laughs) Boundary work is absolutely important. Yes. Setting boundaries and setting intention. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about boundaries, setting boundaries? Can we talk about that? (laughs) Absolutely talk about boundaries. Because it's it's so crazy to me, but I'm glad that it's being... I'm glad it's receiving so much attention and maybe because I'm getting older, I don't know, but this, this idea of boundary setting and realizing how important it is to set our boundaries in saying no, or saying, I don't feel like it, or I can't do this because I'm not here or saying, basically, like I said, setting those boundaries, how important is that? Because like I said, we've, we've definitely become more aware now mentally. Um, but how is it that we can truly set those boundaries in the real world? Yeah. Um, one of the best lessons that I have learned, um, is that no is a complete sentence. Mm. So those two letters are absolutely enough for whatever it is that you it's an answer that's just enough right Mm -hmm. so (sighs) boundary work right it is something that is very difficult to be honest Mm -hmm. right yeah it is (laughs) and I think that I I think that people don't um expect it to be at that hard to set boundaries and to just say no or you know I don't I don't feel like it when you're used to being someone who allows or that wants the best or that is so used to just giving of themselves right saying no is difficult which is most most of the people who need to set boundaries right are those people who want to give of themselves because they think that it's going to make other people happy right and in turn if I make you happy if I see a smile on your face then that's just enough for me right that's Mm -hmm. what there's been a conditioning of that somehow right when in fact you sacrificing your own happiness for the happiness of someone else is not going to give give you that happiness and i think that that's where people get that misconstrued is like oh if you if i say if i say yes then you'll be happy even though i don't really want to 
Mm-hmm. If I say that this is okay, or if I if I go out with you when I have just worked a 12-hour shift and I am so tired, but you say that you need me as your friend to show up. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give this to you because it would make you happy. And that is not always going to give you the happiness that you need. So I think that setting boundaries, you, it, it's very difficult because it requires you to give up that part of yourself that tells you that you'll be happy if you make somebody else happy. Mm-hmm. You, re-have, you have to rework your brain to finding your own happiness instead of relying on other people to make you happy. Mm-hmm. When you are when you're working through your boundaries, and I think that it's um, it can oh it's so difficult because in boundary work you cannot worry about the feelings of the other person, right? Mm-hmm. Your feelings have to be what matter, right. and. We have been taught that we we care, you know, yeah, care, care about, about someone else. Yes, exactly. Instead, it's more of no. Now it's putting yourself first, and that's not selfish. Oh no, no, it's not selfish at all. The uh, when I was in school, I cannot remember which professor this was, um, but they taught me that self-care and being selfish are two different things and the biggest difference is that when you are selfish you are doing something for yourself that makes you worse for other people Mm. right but when you are practicing self-care which boundary work is absolutely a part of your self-care when you are practicing self-care it makes you better for other people. So when you have these, when you have boundaries and you can put in place these things that are going to allow for you to put forth your best effort to the people that you care about, Mm -hmm. no matter what that looks like, even though it may not be at their beck and call, it's when you actually can give of your best right? When you are doing those things, then that is you purposefully honoring the relationship that you have with that person because you have, you've already established a relationship with yourself and, and made yourself full. You've already done the work on you that you need to, or given of your given to yourself, mm-hmm. so that you can give of yourself to someone else. Mm-hmm. That's what those. That's what boundary work is supposed to do for mm-hmm. people. It's supposed to allow for you to have more to give to others because you've given so much to yourself already, because you've done so much for yourself already it's it's difficult it really is yes (laughs) yes but it's worth it 
<laughs> it's worth it and it's yeah. so necessary yeah it's so necessary wow thank you wow that was oh everything it was just awesome awesome um so this is actually my last question okay um for those who are listening um what's some words of encouragement for those who are really trying to change I words of encouragement would be offer yourself some grace you know change is not always easy and we cannot always accept it as that as as being something that is that's easy and that's necessary it's very difficult um, and again uncomfortable most of the time to experience growth in that way so if you have not been able to embrace the change that is coming at you in the way that you you want it to be you don't if you haven't been as as graceful about embracing this change then just offer yourself a little bit more grace about it. Like, you know what? I did not, I didn't handle that one the way that I should. Let me, let me breathe. Let me settle Mm -hmm. the next time I'm going to, I know I can do better. The next time I'll handle it differently. Mm -hmm. It does not change, does not have to break you right mm-hmm. it does not have to break you it's it's just going to it's supposed to expand you mm-hmm. change is supposed to allow you to be bigger than yourself and it's supposed to allow you to 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 feel things that you may have never felt before and to experience things that you haven't experienced before and sometimes we don't always allow for that to, that to be okay right so you know giving yourself a little bit of grace mm-hmm. giving yourself the you know i didn't i didn't do it this time or i wasn't the best at it this time but next time i'm going to i'm going to do better yeah. yeah right right yeah. so i think so. that that's that's the most like that's the best thing that i can give is to allow yourself to have you know you, everybody has their their off day mm-hmm. and every day isn't going to be perfect everybody everybody has their moments right every day is not going to be perfect every day is not going to be perfect but you can find something perfect in every day mm. you can find something perfect you can find something good in every single day if you look forward hard enough Wow. Thank you so much, Keisha, for really taking this time out of your day and really pouring into so many of us. I just really appreciate your words of encouragement, your wisdom, your advice, just the words that you've offered today have really resonated with me. So I know if it resonated with me, I know it resonated with so many other people. (laughs) Well, I do. I I hope so. I hope I can do some help. Yes, yes. And I just want to say thank you. Truly thank you. 
And hopefully for everyone who's listening, you all are able to take at least one thing away. Meanwhile, I have a list of things that I've taken away. But if you've just taken one thing away, that is all that matters. But I just want to, again, say thank you, Keisha, for really telling us, okay, what are some ways that we can change? What are some ways that we can propel and grow and also become self-aware and also being um, cautious of who's in our circle and setting those boundaries. Just all of those great, great, great tips and advice that you've given us. I thank you for that. Well, I definitely appreciate you offering for me to come on the podcast. (laughs) I really I truly appreciate the opportunity and I'm so grateful that you are giving, you know, a platform to the people who, you know, need to be able to have somewhere to express and are Mm -hmm. probably thinking and needing the things that you might also need and think and you are putting that that into you're being a service to so many people. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's just amazing. I do. It's really great. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'll see y'all in the next episode of Take a Seat. In the meantime, be blessed, y'all.